The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? Well, we're going to try a new version of a cocktail we recently tried called Brother's Keeper. Uh-huh. We're trying it with a different rum. We tried it with a sp- aged rum, darker rum. Yes. Then we had the Kraken Keeper, I right. think, or something like that, with Kraken rum. Yes. Now we're trying just an amber rum. An amber rum, okay. Yeah, and... So basically, it's one and a half parts of your amber rum with half a part of Fernet Branca, half a part of simple syrup. If you have Demura bitter, and then five drops of Angostura bitters and five drops of chocolate bitters. I like the chocolate part of it. Yeah. So you put this all in mixer tin, mix it up. During that time, I get ice balls ready for the rocks glasses, and then I strain it over the ice balls, yeah. and then I take a orange peel and express peel skin into each glass yeah. and then put a shard of each in the glasses garnish but this time i saw a huge spray hit our glasses right, so you got to drink from all sides because they sprayed on the glass even oh the spell of orange yeah yeah gosh that's just like a ridiculously good drink it's good you know it's a little sweeter yeah than with the heavier rums yes i think yeah so it's a slightly sweeter drink mm-hmm. but i think as the ice melts and it balances out I think so, too. I think you're going to find that changes as soon as it does. Yeah. Well, I think just like the other ones, I think this is an excellent drink because... And it's it way has... cheaper because if you're using an amber run, you can mm-hmm. use any kind of amber run. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got such delicious fullness of flavor. Mm-hmm. You get the hint of chocolate at the end. It's you just, do. It's just and lovely. The, I think the bitters is what brings out all the botanicals. Yeah, definitely. That's why they keep saying if you use a run that has layers in it. Yes. You know, it's going to be better. You're going to get more out of it, especially if it's barrel, you know, rum and that kind of thing. I was impressed equally with the other two rums. Yeah. And I'm impressed with this one as well. Right. And and we didn't even go out of our way to buy a specific rum because you can go down the path of rums. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Which will be something I do want to try. Well, you know, you've talked about... Because it's just like tequilas. Yeah. You've talked about this, right? There is a rationale to using house alcohol to make cocktails. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's also an argument for using top shelf cocktail, I mean, liquors to make cocktails. Oh, yeah. And we've had them. And they've been markedly better. And the reality is, if we know we like a certain vodka, well, then that's my vodka. There wouldn't be another reason to have another vodka unless it was a different type. Like, there's a difference in sometimes flavor based on potato versus grain. Those kinds of things, right? 
but you still have your favorite one in those. You right. always know that's your favorite. So if right. you're making any cocktail recipe, you're just going to make it from that. Yeah. No, that's good. Really great. Delicious. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. So this is um, the beauty series, and we're in chapter 16. And this one is a chapter that has the name Prince Alexi Tells of His Capture and Enslavement. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the chapter just goes on and on. It's a really long chapter. It's a really long chapter. Filled with anal rape, non-consent beatings, Food humiliation. fetishes, humiliation. I learned about a new fetish called a slowly drowning garbage fetish. I didn't know that that, that existed. Yeah. <laughs> that is probably a fetish, though. I imagine, you know, people have weird fetishes. Who mm-hmm. knows? I don't know. I, I like what I like, and people like what they like, and I'm not going to yuck on anyone's yum. Exactly. But the idea of gradually being... Buried in Buried trash. In garbage causing you arousal is beyond my comprehension. Yeah. That, that's just me. He gets captured. There's a whole long story. But he basically, basically gets the same treatment Beauty does where he's naked and flopped over the, the part of the horse. Yeah. The captain, because he's captured, because right. he tried to evade the queen's guards who really based on a treaty between the two kingdoms the prince was promised to the queen right as a slave so and he's a high prince so he's got some value inherent value right right anyway the whole conversation goes through his experience and the thing that was interesting and like it actually was pretty interesting for the first part of the writing i mm-hmm. actually felt like i could track with it it made sense it was logical yeah but then suddenly it gets sort of cartoonishly anal rape oriented yeah and, and and i get it's fiction but it's like, let's be honest, we all know what anal's about and what it involves. And the way she's describing the raping, I mean, and it's constant for days yeah. and days and days. Yeah. Like at some point, this person is passed out already. <laughs> They're bleeding from the ass. I yeah. mean, it's impractical. Yeah, it's people illogical. are shoving like root vegetables into his ass i mean yeah, it's and like, no one's saying anything at any point oh when we use lube because the anus doesn't just naturally produce its own lube so it's a fairy tale I let's just you, be honest it's a fairy tale it's a fairy tale and it's a cartoon at this point right so it, it actually had an interesting sort of fairy tale-ish quality to it at the beginning mm-hmm. but then it became cartoonish then you got back into another episode where she was writing in a more interesting way mm-hmm. that talked about the transition from the guards and to, to the kitchen. Like from his rebellion and punishment to his yielding. To his yielding, yeah. There's like a whole journey of graduated acceptance of his place yeah. as a submissive. So, I mean, if you strip away the fairy tale part, you look at it like what 
does this say about the DS dynamic? You mm-hmm. can see how he's coming to terms with himself as a sexual creature that finds pleasure in pain at one level, and he begins to understand that his punishment goes on indefinitely if he doesn't submit, and he chooses to submit, and the person he submits to ultimately is first this guard that has him sort of bamboozled by his suffering along the way, but then the queen. And right. so he gets to a place as a as a submissive where he comes to acceptance of himself as her property, like really, like without any agency whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And with her, he knows what to expect from her. She's more consistent. And so he's just like thankful for the consistency in the masochism realm, sadistic masochism that she's dealing in. And that there are other, he's taking account of all the other good things that get to happen if he obeys. Like he gets to sleep in her chambers, obviously because the pages don't enter her sleeping chambers. This is why he's even with beauty at this moment, because no one knows they're actually gone. Right, but I think the story that she's telling as the as the writer about his devotion to her mm-hmm. is the essence of this particular chapter's game, right? So he goes from being a wild, young, free prince to a subservient anal whore for the queen, mm-hmm. right? And it sort of tells that story of the choice of submission. And I've found that to be inconsistent with what choosing submission is like you don't get beaten into submission well i was even saying this there's a point in the chapter at the very end when he talks about how he at one point the stable boy would give him the reprieve from the kitchen staff there was a interaction they had and he got to the point where he felt like i don't know if he said love but he would like would choose the stable boy over anything else. Like that was the thing. So here is someone who's being abused and he's picking the best of the worst of the two evils, right? right. Basically. And then of course, when the queen comes around and saves the day by bringing him back, he says, well, I don't even think of the stable boy. Of course not. He doesn't because he's still in trauma and he's still choosing the best of all the evils. And this this is not a training manual. Definitely not. Yeah, so it's just no, it's just but, fascinating. Yeah, but I do think that it misses the point, right? I, like, I don't think, if you want to tell a story about submission, you don't want to talk about being coerced into, beaten into, manipulated into submission. Well, it's a good cop, bad cop kind yeah. of situation happening. And I know as a masochist, when I, we had agreements around caning and that kind of thing, that I knew that was an agreement we had, yeah. right? But you weren't just mercilessly whacking on me. No. Which is like what I, I kind of call that, like I'm breaking the person. I think that's right. I think it gets at that. That's, I think, what she was getting at, right, in her writing, mm-hmm. is this idea that you break the submissive to get them to submit. But, but actually that, again. That's not it at all. No, uh, not, not in I mean, reality. I mean. Like in I, reality, submissives are really submissives and they choose that yeah. and they choose their dominant because that's who you feel the best at serving. Yeah. The feeling I had as I was listening, because you were reading, I was listening to the chapter at different moments. I actually had the same feeling a couple of times through the chapter. I kept thinking, oh, I should remember that. And it's that some of the role play opportunities that exist in some of those scenes for people who are enjoying role play as a way of expressing themselves in kink. Mm-hmm. I can see she's writing into that listening. True, right? True, I do because think that. because the in between parts where I think at one point in this entire chapter 
of his entire life in this up until, up beauty. until yeah. beauty comes along you heard of him eating and having to shit that only once only once right and you know in the meantime he's being anally raped for weeks he's being, you know it's a, there's a lot of insanity in it but yeah. it's a experience of the journey that he suffered to get to this end point and i guess that these people like friends. no one's doing aftercare and that kind of thing because no. he's being shackled but you also know what a human body will take. Right. And so then he hadn't eaten in three days. He's right. probably dehydrated. He's been fucked in the ass times, a thousand right. times. Yeah. And so then it's like, what shape is this this protein sack? I know. <laughs> Literally laying yeah, there's, there. There's a very definite unreality to yeah. the story. Yeah. But I do believe that there are, let's call them scenes that she wrote into that is like the result she's writing to, right? So she's looking for a way to describe how to get to this role play scene. And the role play is he gets endly fucked and, and ran around the room by the queen on a brook. Unreality, but that's what she's writing to. So she's going to, like, how do I get there? So she writes this really elaborate, nonsensical fairy tale in a, in a sort of cartoonish sort of way to get there mm-hmm. to tell the story of the scene, which is very elaborate and very well sort of thought through, even though it may not be my erotic fantasy. Right. right? right. But I just think that her writing is inconsistent because it's sometimes almost like she's back writing. Like she has an idea yeah. in this chapter and then she had to back write to fill the and That's idea. what I think. That's what I and think. And I was like, yeah. yeah, the thread's not really there. No, but yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway. And again, we're being hypercritical. But we are. The idea is. We are. Because we're, cause we could have read this from the lens of just being um, fiction. Which we and, would never do anyway. And, and, and the also, reality and also is titillating. Like we could have read, like, oh, this is so titillating. But the reality is that's not how we're on sex explorers. We're no. looking at all the literature that comes out that we choose yeah. to read and seeing how it impacts the greater message to kink. Yeah, because you want the experience of kink. Because to be, kink isn't cartoonish. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Kink you is a real thing. In agreement. It's not to be made consent. fun of or yeah. made less than. Yeah, yeah. It's an actual thing. Yeah. Yeah, not my favorite chapter. Long, though. Long chapter. Long chapter. Yeah. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!